Welcome to the Pontification Pals Podcast. I'm Chase. And I'm Noah. And, and we're, we're the Pontification Pals. We bring deep biblical truths to life with a lighthearted and fun twist with special guests each week. Real stories, real truth, real fun. Let's, Let's get, get to it. it. Hey, pal. Hello. How are you? Good. It's been a while. Yeah. Those are now filled with snot. <laughs> and for those of you that uh, don't get the joy of watching, I'm just going to for now on assume that people watch, and then if they don't, it's their fault. Yeah, that's true. We were blowing party streamers because we're back. Yep. Season two. Yes. You ever think we'd get there? Not really. We'd either. I thought this was like going to be a two episode thing. Yeah. Especially there. after Bailey's like, we need a summer break, and then it turned into like four months. I'm like, I don't think we're ever coming back. But here we are. We made it happen. I love it. Yeah, so season two, this is like a weird episode because it's not actually episode 11. It's just yeah. like a prequel to season two. It's called the uh, Second Season Starter Spectacular. Mm -hmm. Super Summer Stories. Super. You know how I like my S's in summer, especially. Uh -huh. Yeah. With Super Summer Sunday Study, the sequel. That yep. was fun. That one is always and fun. I'm going to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, it is a fun one. But uh, man, I want to start with some really exciting news for our viewers. Uh, baby... Maverick Opsal. How exciting. A new addition to the family. Yeah, it's very exciting. I'll bet you and Anna are just thrilled. Yeah, yeah. There was nerves at first, but we're kind of getting settled in. I'm sure. And that, really the build-up, you know, leading up to the day, and and then, you know, that day when you bring baby Maverick home is really just mm -hmm. special. Something else. Yeah. It really is. Seeing, ah, just a cutie. Yeah, just God's beautiful creation. I love it. That's really great. Yeah, mm -hmm. yes. I mean... Pretty big mm -hmm. at this beginning there, birth, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. Pretty big. He's going to get even bigger, probably. <laughs> yeah. Eats quite a bit, doesn't he? Eats a lot. Yeah. Sleeps How are a you lot. doing with... I mean, you guys are doing well? Yeah. Doing good. Uh, I know it was hard for you at first. It's really hard at first. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, you got to constantly be paying attention and... I you, agree. You can't let things... You know, you got to make sure that they're not getting into anything and... They do that. They do. And then, oh. you, you know, you got to pick up after them. You got to clean up their poop and all this stuff. So that's the worst. Not a fun time. No. Um, ultimately, in the grand scheme of things, yes, it's fun. It's cool. But yeah. when you're in the thick of it and you're picking up some poop, I know. you know. It can be hard. You start to question, like, <laughs> was this really a good decision? <laughs> I agree. But, you know, yeah, it's been good. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, reading all these parenting books, um, uh, I thought I'd be far better off I know. in parenting. Oh, I agree. Because um, it's like, it you know, you. They, they really give you all of this information and stuff. And I yeah. think the other day I just kind of figured out why it's a lot harder. Yeah. And it's because the books I've been reading are about humans. Yeah. Um, and Maverick is actually a dog. Oh, yeah, right. And so a lot of what's in those books doesn't apply it, to No, Maverick. it doesn't. Yeah. So it's funny. been really difficult because he can't. Well, because they don't talk about all the hair. They don't talk about the hair in those parenting. That's like, a huge thing. Yeah. And the inability to speak whatsoever, ever. Yeah, and they will never really understand English. No. So it's really it complicated. But it is nice because you can just hand them treats to train them versus yeah. a baby. They don't talk about that strategy they in don't. baby books. No, they don't. And no. that's what we were oblivious to. It's yeah. like, okay, yeah. I thought this was supposed to be a parenting book and you're not really teaching me anything. Like, all of this stuff yeah. is useless. I can't really use you it. You would think it would translate to any kind of baby. You know, I tried. It just doesn't. I know. So... But that's an exciting addition, Maverick yeah. Opsal. Very exciting That's addition. a good ring to it. But yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought you'd maybe name him after a famous theologian or something. He can't, you know. 
I was, was I wanted John Bunyan. Yeah. Uh, but that's just kind of a... he came with Maverick, and me and Anna oh. really enjoyed Top Gun Maverick when yeah. that came out, and so we were like, yeah, let's let's keep. Maverick. I like it. Good choice. So yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad that you're uh, doing well with with the new dog. He's a cutie. Yeah, he really, yeah, is. He really is. Part Take... Golden Doodle, part Great Pyrenees, probably. We don't really know. It's always a toss-up anymore. Yeah, really. You don't know. Um, you know what else is exciting? We were no. awarded an Emmy for our podcast. <laughs> it's and this true. is it right here. It's a man with his hands on his chest. And yeah. he has no pants, I don't think. Either. No pants, which is interesting. Cool, yeah. <laughs> it says world's greatest brother. No, it doesn't. It says world's best podcast. Just, this is that. for you <laughs> for you from me. Thank Brother you. in Christ. Thank you, pal. And uh, while we were, our oh, it's magnetic. What, dude? You can throw that on a fridge. No way. Well, anyways, uh, I feel like we should talk about this, this sculpture of a man here. This idol. This Canaanite idol that we have on our table. Yes. It's actually watched over us on every episode over at the sound booth table. Yeah. This is the cube of Rubik. And. Yeah. Um, would you have any way to describe this? Um, cube it's of Rubik? A, a pretty spherical cube. <laughs> it's a round of cube. wood yeah. with a face drawn on it and hair and a crack on the top. And then on the bottom, it says the cube of Rubik. I'm pretty sure. I found it in an old abandoned building. I'm Noah sure dug like up this years. old Canaanite idol. Archaeologist. He, yeah. We haven't really gotten in contact with anyone, but. This it might be illegal to have. This should be in like the Museum of the Bible. Oh yeah, that too. I think it's Miss Zimmerman. Because the the face on here, if you can Ancient see it, is Egyptian. just like you can't do that nowadays with the technology and everything. No. Like ba this is back then type stuff, right? You That's can tell, not sharpie. You can tell this was worshipped by someone back <laughs> back in the day. They Somebody bowed down. To that. Yeah, so we have him now. He's been rendered ineffective He's... because our God is better. Amen. And That's now just we sign. just have him as a... As a representation to sh remember, remind us. In the movie Predator, guy. how when he kills people, he puts their heads on... And they're like, it's a treasure for him. And oh. so when people walk into his place, they're like, oh, there's a lot of heads. This guy's... We shouldn't mess with him. That's what this is. So if you you're a pagan us. god... <laughs> don't mess with us. Don't ever step to us because our god's better. Man. That's, that's the that truth. That was... I got chills. Thanks. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, of course. Wow. Anytime. I love it. Well, um, if you can't tell, it's fall here. I'm straight off the farm here today. Yeah, he And uh, I've got some of these crazy pumpkins going on here on the table. Man, I love fall. Fall is the best. Not like the fall of man. That was not the best. You were almost in a bad spot. <laughs> was, Thanks for qualifying. Yeah, I felt you <laughs> coming on there. And uh, But man, it's like the temperatures are, are crisp. Mm. Crisp I love air. crisp. Yeah. And I love crisp. Apple crisp. Yeah. Apple crisp is good. Apple crisp is good. Yeah. Um, Oreo crisp. What is that? I don't know. <laughs> but I'll bet it's good. I'll give that to you. I just yeah. I just love the changing colors. And Ooh, just a nice sip of warm coffee in the morning when it's really cold out. Mm. I like a nice sip of cool milk. <laughs> when it's still cool really out. yin and yang here we really are in some ways but man yeah fall is fun you just get to see the changing and the, you get the harvest lots of biblical things here yeah you know? it's like the earth's going through puberty it's really you know 
coming into its oh, own. Oh, changing. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I got you. I was lost for a second. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, so it's been a while since our last episode was with uh, the Reverend Justin DeBerry. Yeah. And it was, it was like, was it the week that he went on yeah. sabbatical? Yeah, it was at the beginning, um, right there. You know, and it's funny that we would call it sabbatical because yeah. uh, we've got, he had a bat. He brought a dangerous weapon, threatened us with it before we <laughs> actually did. started filming. Yeah. So let it be known to you, the audience. We just thought that as viewers, if you're from West Center, you should really know what the true Justin is like. What true Justin is like. So should we give him a little bit of a rundown of what he actually did on his sabbatical? Yeah, I suppose. Okay. I mean, and this is not to bring Justin down. It's just to give you the people the truth. Yeah. Um, so part one, he mostly sat on beaches in his Hawaiian shirt and shorts, mm-hmm. kind of like uh, Magnum PI with the tiger's hat, yeah. ball cap. And do you um, think he might've been scheming about the next private jet he's going to buy? I think so. Yeah. Well, he was smoking some nice Cuban cigars. Yeah. Cuban. And then he had one of those little like glasses that has the umbrella with the, you know, with his and those, colada. There's nothing good coming from umbrellas in your glasses. No. I don't think at least. Well, be, why, why would you need to have an umbrella cover your drink? Yeah, what, what's really good in there? What's in there that you're trying to hide with an umbrella? <laughs> that's I just pretty know. suspect. Yeah, it is. And um, I mean, that's what I think most of his time consisted of is, and then you know, telling his children to get him food and drinks and things, and yeah, telling, commanding. Probably. Yeah, commanding. We weren't sure. there, so I mean, we don't. I can just assume that he was a bit tyrannical. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I would say. And honestly, you know, as we give a little bit of a review of some of our season one guests, like, so Trevor filled in for Justin. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, it was subpar. Yeah. It was mildly disappointing. I mean, what do you expect? What do you really come in there expecting? I mean, he, he's around youth all the time. Yeah. So the, the bar is low. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, and he preached through Jonah. I mean, like softball softball <laughs> like anybody can talk about getting swallowed by a whale i do every day <laughs> do you no but i could <laughs> you sure could <laughs> oh maybe we should actually be honest now yeah let's be honest if you're bad <laughs> who do you want to be honest about um we can be honest about both of them together How that's that? that's way better than what i was gonna do <laughs> Did you only want to be honest about one of them? Well, I was going to take, like, Trevor, because whichever one you didn't oh, okay. want. Okay. Well, let's start with Trevor. Be- or should we start with Justin? Trevor. And then no, we'll get Justin. Back to- Justin. Okay. No, Trevor. Let's I think do Trevor. Trevor. Yeah. Because then we'll bring it back or we into Justin's yeah, Trevor. <laughs> so let's just give a rundown recap of our summer. And yeah. Then as a- and-, and we'll talk about Trevor, and then we'll get to Justin as we get to the end of the summer. Yeah. Because he wasn't think- really a part of our lives. No, he lo- he ditched us. And then when he returned, he hurt me. And I'll talk about that wow. in more ways than one. Okay. Um, Trevor, he preached through Jonah this summer, and it was great. Yeah, it was more it. than just being swallowed by a Yeah, whale. and he had a little children's book each time that he used. Mm-hmm. That was really That good. was really I good. That. I like that. Yeah, yeah. And um, so, you know, it was a busy summer. Mm-hmm. It was really good. You know, I spent a lot of my time, and in fact, I almost made a new worst enemy in our sound uh, backup guy, Nick. Because every time I would text him, I think he got like, he started to like go, he's like, no, 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 no. Like no matter what, cause he's like, what is he going to ask me to do now? Yeah. And um, I remember one climactic moment where um, in our recording of our new musical album, I had a crazy, my like multiple crazy hairbrain ideas. But one of them that was like the last straw was like getting a, a Pontification Pals band together huh. and recording. And he's like, no, we can't do that. I'm like, okay, I'll do it. 
<laughs> and then I did it. And uh, and Nick did a fantastic job with recording this album here. Joy at the Foot of the Cross. Mm. Isn't it the bomb? It is pretty bomb. I mean, and I love this. So this is our podcast, um, like, official CD. Yeah. Um, and Severin did the cover art, yeah. which is so good. I love it so much. Um, Prayerful Praise with Our Pal. And this is the limited edition signed version. So you've got, like, Matt Stone, Trevor, mm-hmm. Dwayne You're Pierce, not getting a Matt Stone Victor. signature these days. No, you're he, not. he lives in California, so that's... Megan and Joe Bundy. That's pretty good. Jeff Graber, Emily Graber. Jeff's on it, too? Jeff is on it. Uh, wow. Derek Haskins. Um, this is an all-star we've got team. Lila and Maddox, Sadie wow. and Isaac. I mean, this is... This is the real deal. Yeah. And then, I mean, it's it's just the the hits. I mean, you've got from "What a Friend We Have in Jesus" to "Holy Holy." Here, I'm Holy. just gonna, I'm gonna shout out. Just give me some subjectively. Of yeah, yeah. My opinion: the absolute best song on, on this Jordan's. is number seven on Jordan's "Stormy Banks," and it's and because that's featuring Matt Stone. Yeah, it's featuring Matt. Yeah, with Joe and Megan, and it's solely. I mean. You know the guys do good on it; they're all right. But when Megan, Megan when Megan starts unreal. singing, shivers every time. Every time, literally every yeah, time. Yeah, that one is really good. Dwayne Pierce does a really great job too on his yeah. songs. Yeah, yep. Victor does good. I love his his song number sixteen is an original. He made up that wow, night. Wow, we I didn't even know that. Come unto me. Um, yeah, I mean it's just I I also like be that my vision with that's that one. Trevor and Derek do such a good job of meshing. Mm. I feel like, mm-hmm. but. It's a great CD, and so remember that this is on all major streaming services. All major, all major. YouTube, it's there's literally a playlist on YouTube. Wow, I didn't know that. It's on Apple Music, Spotify. iTunes, Spotify, um, Amazon. So check it out if you haven't already. Yeah, please. And if you want a CD, we can get you one. Yeah. But um, it's it's really good. And yeah. So that was one big thing this summer, even though we had a break in the uh, recording of episodes. We came out with a musical album. Yeah, you're welcome. Along with that, so that's one thing we have. Remember, we have stickers, and would you, maybe you take half Uh and display those. So let's do the, the, we've got the white or the black pontification palette. And that is a a demon goat, (laughs) if you're wondering. Yes, it is satanic. So. And it represents Chase. (laughs) If that's not your vibe, just don't get the sticker. Yeah. So there's that. And if you're listening... for the first time, go back and listen to season one, because then we'll recount everything we're saying now. Huh? Um, let's go with the... Uh, here, maybe we should, you do this one, and I'll do this one. And then... And then here, give me this one. No! Okay. Yeah, you yeah, can. You okay, can so that. I've got a... These are a couple quotes. I've got trial by baptism by fire. That was my blunder. And then here's, are you still so dull, Matthew 15, Yeah, 16. that was Jesus' just fire lit statement. I'm, I use that all the time. You um, have to. Okay, then you've got... I have Trevor. I love it. Saying I was a zombie at one point. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love that's it. So good. I it's, love it. That's a great picture of uh, Ephesians chapter two. Yeah, you were dead. Yeah, this is what you look like. Well, but when you were dead in your sins. I've got a logo that your wife made. Yeah, my wife made logo. That. And we've got a couple of Casey Matarisi ones telling us we have no faith. This one says, "Thank God for the Pontification Pals yes. podcast." I love it. One of our number one fans. One of. One of. We have two. Yep. Her and Dylan. Yep. That's mostly everybody. Mm-hmm. Although Derek has become a huge fan because he's been asking about on his commutes to seminary in Kansas City. Quick update on Derek. Yeah. He was just back this weekend and we got to have lunch with him. And he's yeah, doing well. He gets to revel in Spurgeon's library. Yeah. He got to have, uh, what was that, Thursday 
like conversation on a Spurgeon sermon with Matt Boswell. Matt Boswell was there with him. And if you don't know him, he actually stole one of the songs on our CD, Come Behold the Wondrous Mystery. It's true. Um, that Victor wrote. Yeah. But And then what's the other one that he has that's good? Do you remember? Matt Boswell? Calculating? <laughs> no, I don't know. Can you look that up, sound guy? Matt Boswell, famous him. Yeah. Come Behold the Wondrous Mystery. And then I think it's, oh, His Mercy is More. I'm pretty sure, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think he's the original author of the, the one that I'm thinking of right now, but he at least has a, a version of yeah. it. Almost Home. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He does have a version of yeah, that. Yeah, and I love that. I love that. And we've version. recently started singing that in church. Yeah. It's really good. Such yeah. a good uh, ting. Yeah. He does have a version of that song of Come Behold the Wondrous Mystery. Yeah. yeah and, and then His Mercy is More. Uh, or what's his other, just if you type in his name, what comes up for famous? He also has that one. Yeah. Yep. That's, a, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So Derek has been doing well in seminary. Derek's best favorite friends with class him. is Greek, which is cool. Um, and he's shared with us on Sunday that there is a studio for podcast on Midwest Seminary's oh. campus. So we might be coming to you live from Midwest someday. Maybe someday. With some good barbecue. Yeah. Oh, that would be good. Okay, we should move yeah, on. Yeah, please. <laughs> so uh, this summer, we did a lot. It was really good. Yeah, you did do a lot. <laughs> you did two, kind I of. I did like four things. You did a few things. But one thing that you did do was v you had the VBS. Yeah. I always love VBS. Yeah. Can you tell? I can tell you love it. <laughs> you seem to enjoy I en it. I enjoy it in the moment, yeah. but I'm telling you, like, the hour or two leading up to it before we have to go, I'm sitting there like, I'm not volunteering ever again. I'm never doing this again. Why did I do this? But then when I show up and I'm actually doing it, I am enjoying myself. Especially... When I give you an idea to, so I'm picking oh, sunflower yeah. leaves at work, like sneakily, I'm going to use the restroom, the porta potty, and I'm picking sunflower leaves and hiding them. I don't know why I feel bad about this, like I'm doing the place a favor by picking their leaves, but I knew that you guys were talking about the um, triumphal entry mm -hmm. that night, and um, so I brought these leaves so that you could do... Like, uh, you know, Hosanna, Hosanna. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, you should make Jimmy be a donkey on his hands and knees. And then I get to VBS and I come in <laughs> and <laughs> you're like, I'm going to do it. I'm like, dude, no way. Are you serious? So uh, Jimmy is down on his hands and knees. Yeah. And we have like, what, 15 kids with little sunflower leaves. And All of them just screaming Hosanna <laughs> as Jimmy's carrying each individual child on his back. On the hard basement On the floor. hard. And he's like... 85 years old yeah. so it's like really hard for him yeah so i felt bad a little bit but not really because it was we were laughing so hard noah came and get, I offered some reprieve him. a little mm -hmm. bit and he he carried a few children yeah. i was just a bystander enjoying it yeah it was it was really good yeah and um you know the one day i think i found like three bats at VBS. oh yeah there was I like remember. two in the attic and then there was one outside during the kindergarten games i get like a phone call it was like a circle of like VBS testing because there was, I went from um, this phone call about a bat in the backyard when the kindergartners were there to while I'm trying to take care of this bat, a dog running freely around the art students. So having to go protect them. My goodness. Like a testing moment. You're Superman. Well, yeah. thank you. You're welcome. It, it all worked out. Yeah. And um, one of my favorite moments from VBS this summer was, um, so Jimmy was going to be gone and how dare he? Wednesday and Thursday. And we always do the pie in the face. I'm like, and so Very he's like, convenient. so he's like, I would still like a pie. I'm like, well, then you should be here Thursday. Yeah. Just cancel your vacation. But how selfish mm -hmm. to even like try and schedule that at the same time. Of I don't know what he was thinking. 
But anyways, so start we're like, okay, eight. fine. Wait, yeah, that's true. So we're like, fine, we'll do, we, we had garbage cans, right? And if they got them to different levels, different people got a pie in the face. We're like, if you guys fill this tonight, Jimmy, or by Tuesday night, I think it was, Jimmy will get a pie in the face. Yeah. Okay. And he was late to VBS because he had a meeting that night, which I'm like, strike two, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, strike two. Right? And so, but anyways, I'm like, ooh, this is perfect. So he, he comes, I'm like, yeah. He's like, how was it? Did they get it? I'm like, no. He's like, was it close? I'm like, I mean, it was kind of close and they got it. Yeah. Right? They, they got but it. I'm like, I'm going to get him. And so he's like, he's like, you know, what well, can we still do it? Can we figure something out? And I, and I eventually text him like, no, we can't. Because like I told him if they didn't make it, we can't do it. He's like, I understand. And I remember going into Bible study when he, his group was down there and he like looked totally defeated. Yeah. He's sad. Yeah. And every single kid and, and leader in VBS knew that Jimmy was getting a pie that night, except for Jimmy. And so we went to the, take the group photo on the stairs, did a nice picture get ready for the funny photo and i go into the back of the sanctuary get the pie and yeah. come out and just wham all yeah i just think it's brilliant it so good that we were able to get a group of kids to withhold truth yeah to deceive to openly deceive, deceive uh, their, that's the greatest feat of it really was really good stuff yeah that was what i would say was the biggest success you know overall. yeah and they were kind of giving them hands on it we yeah. at west center we do it different we like to give them hands on like yeah this is this is what sin is okay right no, this is what it looks like this is what it looks now like. participate with me yeah and so it's like they kind of can understand it better and, <laughs> and it just leads and to then them it's easier for you gospel. because then when you come and say has anybody sinned and they're like no it's like well you just you did, did. you just did i we saw i caught you red hand yeah. it's a really good ponzi scheme we got going right now <laughs> it is so yeah and um so that was good now on a lighter and real note I really did. Uh, they we filled three entire like huge garbage cans full of Operation Christmas Child stuff, wow. which was really amazing. That's a lot and of I, stuff. Too. I equivalented that to about a hundred shoeboxes that the youth will be able to fill this year. That's so incredible. It kind of left me in tears, honestly. It was wow. just cool to see in like four days. So I thought that was really cool. And uh, VBS program is good. I got to test my art skills. Yeah, that was good. That was, that was I enjoyed like that. that. that was yeah, cool. yeah. I thought I thought I liked that. So we also got to go with the youth group, both of us, Thunder Road this summer. Yeah. That I love fun. tagging along for the fun stuff. And right? Having to do That's kind of what I do. You've been learning from me. Yeah. Yeah. It's really fun. We did some good laser tag. Very good. What's oh my God. What's the key to being a good laser tagger? Well, first the key. Because I saw lots of, uh, at the beginning, I saw lots of time where you were screaming and getting hit. Yep. That happens. <laughs> Just get that You got to overcome that. You have to overcome that. The first thing that you need to do if you want to be successful at laser tag is make sure that you're playing against middle schoolers. Yes. Because. They don't have strategy. Yeah, they're not really. They're just like, oh, I want to go around not that and we shoot either, people. No, yeah. we first time we played, we were cooking. We had we had strategy. We actually destroyed them. Yes. And so what you're going to want to do is you're going to find one spot and you're just going to sit there out. the whole time. And Can't you're just going to shoot these kids as they come around the corner. Yep. And you're not going to show any remorse. No. And as soon as you In win. Fact, when they get shot and they're waiting to regenerate, you just sit there and hold on. You literally they... just sit there and wait, and then they because come back they to life. Move, and go, that's their own fault. Yeah, and that's again the middle school mind doesn't think like that. <laughs> no. You know what they're thinking about? They're thinking about going home, playing Food, video games, video games, Cheetos, their crush. Yeah, their crush that they haven't or worked up the to shoot, courage to they, say yeah. hello to, and it's yeah. like they're not really in the game. You got to really give it your right. all when you're yeah. out there. This they is don't work. Do yeah. So that's that's how you win. And we did. And when we did. Yeah. Go-karts. Go-karts were fun. 
That was fun. I always hate it though when I get one of those slow cars. I had one that was zooming so fast. I know, and that kind of made me mad. <laughs> it <laughs> made me honest. it made me mad because there was this one turn that every time I would go around it, I, there was like an eighty percent chance that I was going to spin myself out, and it happened twice. <laughs> I remember that. So yeah, I know. It's very indicative of my driving in real life, where I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> You spin out on every corner? Almost. Wow, that's impressive. That's why Anna drives mostly. No. In yeah. big cities, she's driving. Yeah. I can't handle that. I, I would probably want yeah. her to. Yeah. Oh, man. So, okay. Thinking mm -hmm. about this summer, there was one time that was hilarious when I went tubing out on the lake here. And uh, it's point VI. Yep. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I went tubing on the lake. And I try and, you know, I try. When you. The thing with tubing is your best chance to be good and impressive is right away. Because otherwise, towards the end, your your arms are noodles. Yeah, uh, yeah. And if you've ever seen, have you ever seen the Tim Hawkins Minnesota tubing video? Yes. You showed that. That is literally my, my, my father. <laughs> like, he turns into a demon-possessed man. Yeah. Like, he has this perfectly smile on his face, and he turns around and he's like, <laughs> and just, my goodness. It's unreal. But anyway, so me and my couple of buddies were tubing. And so I get, I, I feel like it's a smart idea to jump. I go from my tube and jump to their tube. Except I did so as they were starting to go away. But I managed to grab onto the handle of mine. Wow. And then grab onto the handle of theirs. And now I'm in this predicament of, I am literally tubing on my stomach on the life jacket. Straight between the two tubes. Huh. And were like you catching a lot of water. In your no, face? it was like, I didn't feel anything. Like, I thought I would just be ripped to shreds. And I'm in a moment, I'm like, they're just laughing so hard. And I'm like, I don't even know what to do right now. Yeah. And so eventually I pulled myself and flipped over onto their tube and then jumped back to mine. Yeah. And I honestly felt That's like like invincible. Yeah. I felt like James Bond. Ethan Hunt from Mission Impossible. Yes. My youth pastor, and well, not my youth pastor, my pastor from back home, we were tubing one time when we were in high school on a youth retreat and... He would do the thing where he jumps from his tube onto your tube and then rips you off. Oh, even worse. And so he's going for blood. He that's yeah. He was going for blood. I I would never. Did he do that to you? I don't think he ever did it to me. Oh. But uh, I would never like to be in a circumstance where I'm not secured onto a tube. Like being on a tube on its own is pretty dangerous, especially yeah. if you got yeah. Noah's dad driving that's true. my brother-in-law or something yes. like that. But to be jumping between them, you're just kind of asking to die. Right. Well, and you know one thing that I learned this summer is... How to count? Yeah, how did you know? <laughs> what did you learn this summer? <laughs> In regards to tubing. Um, so, Jimmy and Casey and Lila and Maddox came out one time on the boat. And Lila and Maddox wanted to go tubing. Mm. And I realized that... So, my dad does this thing called the circle of death. Uh-huh. But when people don't know what that is, that's probably not something you should lead on. Like, hey, mm. come on the tube. And then, hey, you want to do the circle of death? Because I saw like a circle of fear in their eyes that's and then of, we did the circle of death uh-huh and it was their lives forever forever changed for I, the better when you then it was like they that, were chanting death 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 is when you experience that mm -hmm. the sheer terror but also the adrenaline yes it it's ridiculous and like yes. i don't understand but to some degree it almost has to be mysterious you can't explain yeah it you, you can't you literally like you can't tell people about it no. but then it, they know it when it happens they know it and then you're like oh all the, when you're in the circle of death all it takes is for you to hit one thing wrong and, and everything's just <laughs> yes hey can, nick can you look up what circle of death is in spanish i feel like it'll sound really cool i agree anyway, continue Cir while we wait Cir 
Circeo. No, 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 no. Oh, Death It. <laughs> yep. I don't think it's appropriate entire I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Circulo de la Muerte. Circulo de la Muerte. Say that. Circulo de la Muerte. I don't think that was good yeah, at all. That's what it is. Circulo de, cir Cir de la Muerte. Circulo de, de la Muerte. muerte. You say that to a kid, yeah. they're not going to know nothing. No. Okay, that's great. I'm going to write that down. Yeah, Circulo de la Muerte. I love that. Did you spell that correctly? Nope. <laughs> you spelled they correctly. I'm, I'm spelling how it sounds. You spelled it with a P. Circulo de la muerte, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was really good. I like that. We should do more things in Spanish. Maybe we should just do everything in we Spanish. Do the whole thing in Spanish. After this sí. episode, though. I don't I, I'm, I'm lost already. Yeah. Me no hablo español. Anyways. <laughs> okay, last thing. I don't know. Maybe you have something from the summer, but before we get into a recap of Justin's return. Um, Super Summer Sunday Study yeah. was fantastic. That's my little kid's study. And you, you and Anna got to be a part of that last summer. Um, yeah. And then this summer had a break. But we did um, a great book, First John, and yeah. then we did Second and Third John because they were short. It was so good. We had lots of kids. We also did a book study. And one oh. of the books we did was um, He Is No Fool, Jim Elliott. And uh, or Justin actually referenced a quote from Jim Elliott, which is the title of this book. He is no fool who forfeits what he cannot or wait he is no fool who gives up what he cannot keep to gain what he cannot lose wow that's what it is so like giving up anything on this earth which you can lose yeah and will lose mm -hmm. uh to gain eternal life which you can't lose yeah and jim elliott was super encouraging just his uh life and his testimony and and uh his conviction to go to these people and then mm -hmm. was martyred uh, with some other missionaries, and then his wife and kids going back to them missionaries yeah. and converting them to Christianity. Super cool. Super so it was fun to go through that with the yeah. kids this summer. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. This summer I also had a book study. Yes, um, tell me about it. I will. I was, I was going to do that. I just wanted to engage with you. Right um, if, you're on, if you're watching on the video, I don't have the book. But if you're watching on Spotify, he does have the book. I do have a book and I'm holding it up. So you're really missing out if We've, you're not watching. I feel like we should apologize for all the lying we've done today. <laughs> we will at the end. Okay. Can you Let's let it accumulate. How do you say we are sorry in Spanish and tell Could us Google the end. how to say we are sorry while I continue. Uh, tell us at the end. I'm sorry is lo siento. How do you say we are sorry? Um, but anyway, um, while he gets that, the book that I went through, I went through the group of men, young men, um, called... Uh, the Godly Man's Picture Drawn with a Scripture Pencil by Thomas Watson. Wow. Very, very good book. We all enjoyed it. It was just a blast having all those guys there and being able oh. to share wisdom. And Yeah, I think there was a lot of growing there that happened with us, I would say, at least. Uh, mm. Growing or groaning? Both. Yes. At the same time. Sometimes. sometimes. So, looks like Nick it's... has our Spanish phrase. Nosotros los sentimos. You ready? Nope. Nosotros. Nope. What? Nosotros los sentimos. Los sentimos. Los sentimos. Los sentimos. Los sentimos. It's th three words. Lo, lo sentimos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I'm sorry to anyone who uh, speaks this in language. <laughs> we'll say that later. Yeah, later. Okay, you save it for me. Well, I'm closing yeah. it, so you better. Yeah, I wrote it. I wrote it. it. I wrote it. Whatever. He said it five times, two very slowly, the same way every time. <laughs> okay, okay. Los. Okay, yeah. So, anyways, so yeah, that book study for you was good too. I'm yep. glad. Very good. Yeah. Anything else from this summer that you did that was enjoyable or fun or any? Is there something? No, I don't know. I was okay, just, I was just generally making sure asking. that there wasn't anything else from the beginning. I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast, but I started work, oh, which was nice. Yeah, that's good. It's nice to always have an income, especially yes, it when it, you have an outcome. Food is a necessity in life, and you have to kind of pay you don't pay say it. that. <laughs> <laughs> also, because Noah just said that, another thing that happened this summer is I have now been transitioning from a large to an XL shirt. <laughs> so that's a transition I'm trying to I'm trying to detransition oh, okay. from that. Good. Yeah. <laughs> trying but not succeeding. Not really trying, but wanting it's, to. Yeah, good. It's hard wanting going to. into winter too, because like I suggested going for walks, because I enjoy walking as well, but then when you get into winter it's cold and who wants to walk in winter? But no. do you guys get a membership to the CC with no. your work? No, you no. don't. No. You can walk around the church up and down stairs and stuff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so um, transitioning into the end of summer and Justin's return uh, was, I feel like he, some for some reason, had a like vendetta against me because we had the annual Roger Reed Classic softball game. Mm-hmm. And um, it gets competitive. It does. Yeah, and it does. None greater than Justin in the competitive area. But, um, you know, he's good. He's he all right. And uh, anyways, I, I first, first at bat, I slapped a hard single. I mean, it was a good hit. And I went wow. for second. No, 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 I, I stayed at first. But then the next person hit a grounder up the middle. And so I went to second base. I didn't want him to get a double play, uh-huh. which is getting two outs in one play. Wow. For those of you that don't know. Pretty cool. And uh, so I slid into second base and kind of tried to disrupt Justin. Well... There was like a very, very slow collision where he was like falling on top of me and like my glasses flew off and like one of the lenses popped out wow. and I had like dust. Those glasses? Yeah, these ones right wow. here. I had like dirt all in my hair and my hat and I'm like, I'm pretty sure it was on purpose. I don't know why he would do such a thing. Well, when, when you start idolizing like success and winning you know that's you true. can do anything to get it that's true and he did win you'd do anything to get he it. got it i hope he's happy yeah <laughs> we're gonna have to big give a, a big a uh, no so no so centimos when we get there yeah a big one <laughs> um but it has been fun to have justin back and trevor did a great job this summer uh justin getting into revelation Ooh. Not oh my gosh! Yeah, the the sermons That's, have been so good. Yeah, and Trevor's that he preached it a couple weeks yep. ago was yep. It's really been great. Good. I have it's, enjoyed. It's it. great having it. Justin back. It is, and Trevor doing his normal his duties. Yeah, mm-hmm. getting back and yep, being a bigger part of youth group now. Yeah, which I know that Anna really missed having him around there. Yeah, he was busy doing stuff, but yep. it's awesome. He does having a great him. job. So a little update on Trevor and Derek there, or Trevor and Justin. And like we said, Derek's doing great at seminary. Victor has gotten, he's received his, you know, he's uh, was an international student. We had him on. And you were in Louisville, or heading to Louisville yeah. at that time. And um, on the coast of Chile, I remember. Yep. And Pretty close, yeah. Yeah. And so he's gotten, he's received his, like, papers to be able to 
get a job in the country, mm -hmm. basically. And then now I think he's going for his master's at BSU wow. this semester, I believe. And he's doing well, That's which is good. great. Yeah. It's always fun when he came back a few weeks ago, or well, probably a little longer now, a couple months ago. And he had like, he looked like he came from like a Caribbean cruise. He had like a bright Hawaiian shirt on and shorts and then like glasses. They're like pink shorts and mm. sunglasses. And it was amazing. Wow. So he's doing well. And um, this here, my friend, is, do you know what this is? Would you help me? Looks like a giant thing. It is a giant thing. Looks like a quilt. It is a quilt. This and is what it looks like. They, I don't think that's helping. You gotta hold, you gotta hold it like this. Like this. You put it on your faces. Now, can you read what that right, what your right hand has on there? What, what does this say? What does that say down here? One thousandth quilt. This is the one thousandth quilt of the Choose Joy Prayer Ministry. How cool is and that? It was made for Shan. Shan in Japan. One of our missionaries says she received the first quilt. So she wow. received the first and the thousand. Way to round it out. I don't have the first, but this, and this is, is what cool. it looks like. This represents what, what <laughs> you're doing a terrible job. Here, let's just wrap it around you. And then there they go. So it's got flowers and stars, kind of, and it's really pretty. Can but, confirm, very comfortable. Do you have to give this back to Shan? Uh, to Joyce, and then she'll give it to okay, Shan. Okay, I don't want to get my germs. No, I wouldn't either. So I just thought that was cool. <laughs> Joyce let me borrow it. Uh, you know, we had Joyce on, and Bailey talked about his quilt, and I talked about my quilt. Have you gotten a quilt? I've gotten a quilt for yeah. graduating. Yeah, good job. It was, yeah. So I think that's pretty cool. 1,000 quilts. Just think how, how many people have been impacted by it. Just think about it. There's 1,000 people out there that are now warm. Yes, in their heart and their body. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty warm, actually. Pretty warm. <laughs> you got me. Oh, Andrew Gross. That guy. That man. Yeah, that man. I don't know if I can... Honestly, in my head, I kind of always picture him as a big kid. I always, yeah, I like, is he 30? I don't want to be mean. I don't know. <laughs> I think so. Maybe. Can you Google that? I was thinking 28, no, but I wasn't really. sure. I'm going to say he's 28. Yeah, I think that sounds I'm going to be generous. Accurate. Yeah. Unless I'm not being generous. but I think level. he's older than that. I'm going to say he's 28. Though. I'm going to go with 28. I always still picture him as a college student. I do too. Like he hasn't. Only because he was a college kid for five years after he wasn't. Yeah, he hasn't left our, my mind as a college no. student, even, even now with his living situation. Yeah, and his twins, John and Calvin Gross, are doing well. Yeah, John and Calvin Gross. Just because he loves John Calvin so much. He was greatly impacted by that episode <clears throat> we recorded with him that he actually... Became a Calvinist. Became a Calvinist. Five points. This, this, six points. Two lips. He created two his lips. Own. He has two lips that were born from his seed. <laughs> and their names are John and Calvin. Yeah. I don't know what their names are, actually. I feel kind of bad. I should have asked. I did at one point. Wasn't isn't one of them Tiberius because that's his middle name? I don't think so. No, not that's the, not right. the first name. <laughs> are you sure? Whatever. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> but they're doing well. We're ill prepared. And Andrew is doing well. He actually helped uh, get the uh, <laughs> he actually helped get the CD on the, the streaming services, which was wow. really helpful. What a guy! So I do like Andrew. He's such yeah. a good guy. For the record, not a Calvinist. Probably not. Uh, no, still, I don't think so. He's still he's still a Christian. I yeah. would say probably obviously. Yeah. Still our Broham in Christ. Yeah, he is. I mean. I know what you mean. Thank you. And so we're kind of in a mode of recapping all of our guests from season one and how they're doing. Yeah. So Balin, he was on episode like five, four or five. Yes. Five. five. The long one. Yeah. Oh, boy. 
That set us up. The funny thing is there was others that ended up being longer. It just didn't feel as long. <laughs> no, we didn't like that. And he's actually, now did you know he's teaching a class on Bitcoin through USD to like 30 to 70 year olds, he said? What? Yeah. Did you know this, Nick? Yeah. Like currently, right? right now? Going currently? to be. Well, he, Very I, soon, right? He will be. Yeah. Maybe he started. I think he already did it. Wow. Yeah, well, I don't know. Well, whatever. I'm not entirely sure. He will either, he's soon. already yeah. taught or well, by the time this comes out, will he will have, have started. Yeah. 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 You so, could watch this 2,000 years from now, and then he's taught it already. Yeah. So that's true. Or true. just like um, six months from <laughs> now. 2,000 years. Well, 2,000 years for sure. The yes. important thing is, is Bailey is teaching. Yes. Bitcoin and we appreciate people. him. Yeah. Yeah. We appreciate He's teaching him. Sunday school as well, and I got to sub for him this last Sunday. Oh, so he, he was wasn't like, teaching. He was well, no. Teaching. But <laughs> Maybe we he, should think about what words we're going to say. <laughs> Yeah, we really should. Well, that's why we're saying sorry in Spanish at the end of this episode. Because <laughs> we didn't think of the words we're saying. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay, so I have some stories for you, my friend, that I think you'll appreciate. I've saved some of the best for last. Mm. Okay. So this uh, summer, I was Trevor asked me, he was at a conference in Chicago, mm-hmm. and there was he was praying with some pastors at a table. It was like a... North American Baptist Conference. And one of the pastors asked for prayer for a like substitute for when he was going to be on vacation. And Trevor's like, oh, yeah, where are you from? He's like, Wessenden Springs. And Trevor hears that and he's like, knows that's where our farm is. He's like, hey, I might know a guy. That's insane. Yeah. So he texted me. He's like, hey, can I give this guy, guess what his name is? What? Think of a major holiday. Christmas. And put Mike in front of it. No wrong. Mike Christmas. No wrong. Mike Halloween. No. Mike April Christian Fool's Day. Day. <laughs> Christian holiday, Mike April, <laughs> Mike Fool, no uh, Christian holiday, and put Mike in front of it. Yeah, Mike Easter. Yes, <laughs> Mike Easter. And uh, so anyway, Pastor, he's a great guy. He came from California. Wow, believe it or not, he wanted a smaller. He wanted to escape. Yeah, he did. That's good. And um, escape, he did. And so he was going to go on vacation in the middle of August, and so he needed someone to preach. And so I said, Yeah, I'd love to do it. And so I uh, like. All good students and, and teachers, I procrastinated till yeah, the week of, which actually is what Justin does every week. So yeah, I felt like I was in line. I actually read throughout the summer, and I read a book that was really good that kind of led me to my sermon. And uh, basically, the sermon was on Luke 24, like the road to Emmaus, mm-hmm. and how we need to find Christ in all of Scripture. And um, Derek would appreciate this. I used the Spurgeon quote, like how... You know, every little road leads to. Hey, yeah. In London, every little road leads to. Every London. road read. Every road leads to London. Is that not what I said? Well, you <laughs> said in London, every road leads to London. Which yeah, I you guess said it better. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah, every road leads to London. All these little trails and stuff, and how then every trail in Scripture should lead to Christ, even if we have to go through the hedges and under. You know, they, some are harder to find yeah. than others, yeah. uh, but they all lead to Christ. And Go so, to the highways and hedges. Yes. That's a great... Come to the feast. Come to the feast. Come to the table. Come to the table. Come and hunger no more. Oh, okay, anyway. It's so good. And so, yeah, my sermon was just about that. It was um, that we need to, you know, believe Christ, see Christ, believe Christ, proclaim Christ. Because mm-hmm. the men on the road, they didn't see him right away. Even though they had been disciples of his, not the 12, but like in the larger group of followers... Either they were their vision was hidden from him, and I went all Greek on in the sermon. I used wow. like four or five Greek. You words. know Greek? Mm, it's all Greek to me. <laughs> and um, so I um, used some Greek, and so they were to see Christ. Their eyes, he wanted their eyes to be open 
or their hearts to be open before their eyes were opened. So they needed to believe in him, and then he told them to proclaim him. And they, mm. they said, you know, didn't our hearts burn within us? And I think that was less of a question and more of a statement, like, yes, our hearts were burning within us as he was telling us and interpreting the scriptures. Yeah. But anyway, some of the things leading up to that. Um, so I shared a story in that sermon that had happened to me a week or two before. I went into a local store that I won't share the name of, not that it really probably matters, but to get a couple of calendars for school. Mm. And I walk in and the lady there's like, oh, how are you doing? You know, uh, what's up these days? I'm like, good. You know, like she knows me, right? Yeah. And I don't have a clue who she is, which is not uncommon. Yeah. And um, so we get to the counter and, you know, she was asking me about what I'm doing these days. Oh, I'm teaching fifth grade, you know, and uh, different things. We get to the counter. She looks at me and she says, you know, you've really thinned down. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, so for like five seconds, it's just... I literally like, uh, uh, or she's like, she's like, you really thinned down. She's like, or what happened to you? You really thinned down. Whatever. I'm like, I, uh, I did flooring this summer mm-hmm. and I was the rudder. That's the best. I, I'm like, I have no idea because I've been literally the same exact figure mm-hmm. for my entire life. Wow. <laughs> and, um, I'm like, this lady is mistaken. And she's like, and she's like, I mean, you weren't fat, but you were kind of buff. So. It's true. Thinking about this later on, I'm like, <laughs> so first she says that I have thinned, what has happened to you, you have thinned down. But I've gone, not from being fat, but from being buff and muscular, yeah. to now like I've wasted away to nothing. Yeah. Basically, she's like, what has happened to you? Yeah. And uh, I, I just had to laugh. Tough spot to be oh, in. Oh my there. goodness. It yeah. was it was funny though. Yeah. It was so funny. So I used that as an uh, example of misidentification in my sermon. So that's it worked out how the Lord ordained that. That's perfect. So I could use it in my sermon. Yeah. I have a very similar story, actually. I used to work at Dairy Queen kind of during COVID, 2019-2020 era, and I quit. And actually, just recently, I'd say within the past four months, I showed back up, and one of my old coworkers recognized me. I love, bless her heart. She's literally, she was so fun to work with. Yeah. But she, she sees me, and she's like, wow, you really filled out. <laughs> and I was like, oh, boy. What'd you say? I was like, thanks. <laughs> and she's like, no, not in a bad way. Cause, cause she, from how she remembered me is that I was like some scrawny kid. I don't remember being scrawny. No, ever? I was skinny maybe sophomore year and then. Of high school or college? College. Yeah. Oh, sophomore year of high school, I was chubby. Really? So you went from chubby to skinny? Because I was chubby freshman, because I hadn't gone through puberty yet because I'm a late oh, woman, but freshman, <laughs> sophomore year. Ch- extremely chubby then i finally grew into my body <laughs> yeah and i grew taller so that it like stretched out so i was oh. skinnier and then freshman sophomore up. year of college i was relatively skinny even like up i feel like just yeah since covid it's it kind of been like yeah inflating <laughs> <laughs> like everything else yeah yeah so okay so darn inflation this sermon so Trevor was preaching in Jonah the same week I was preaching just because it was Justin sabbatical. So one Thursday night, me and Trevor are at the church building. In He's in his office. I'm in my mom's office preparing our sermons, right? And I had cleaned earlier because I came back on as janitor. And I cleaned a little bit. And then I went to work on my sermon. I was like sitting there at my computer. I was like dozing off. So I'm like, I got to get a power nap here. So I went up to the youth room, mm-hmm. power nap. <laughs> and I was listening to another podcast, Unashamed Podcast. Mm. Um and I had my AirPods in, and I was listening to that, and I kind of dozed off. And all of a sudden, I get, because you know how when you have AirPods in, it'll, Siri will read the text messages to you, yeah. if you have that set up. And so Siri reads me a text message that says, where are you? There is a bat in the church. Oh, boy. 
and I literally just about poop my pants. <laughs> okay, so I instantly wake up. Uh-huh. Like, if you ever need a good alarm, that's a great one. Where are you? There's yeah. a bat in the church. <laughs> in that voice too. Exactly. Okay, so I'm like, I was upstairs, but I will be gone shortly. Is what I responded with. So I ran down into my mother's office from the youth room and shut the door. And then all of a sudden I get a t- call from Trevor. Uh-oh. I'm like, where are you? And he's like, I'm out in the parking lot. I'm like, you're in the parking lot. So I look out the window. He's in the parking lot. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, well, I was ready to go. And I, I came out of my office and I go to, or I open the door and I see a bat flying towards me. So I quick slam the door <gasps> and it's run, it's flying around inside. And I'm like, what did you do? He's like, well, I quickly, I made it out and I, I used my flashlight on my phone and I went through the sanctuary and came out the side door. And I'm like, well, so now what am I supposed to do? I'm like, you left all the lights on. <laughs> like, it's like, he's like every man for himself. Good. So, okay. So there's, so I'm like, well, he's like, you just come out. I'm like, I ain't coming out. I don't know where it's at. I'm like, I'm terrified of guys. So he's, <laughs> I'm like, I got to get these lights or whatever. And, and so I'm like, I had some chocolates down in the entryway. Wow. Um, because I had gotten some at Lewis before for school, I think it was. I'm like, okay, well, I've got chocolate on the entry. You Can you come in and grab those? So he comes in and um, our plan is he's going to come in, right? So <laughs> I've got my AirPods in. He opens the door and all I hear is, it's in the entryway. Like in the loudest <laughs> voice possible, just screaming in my ear. I'm like, Trev! <laughs> <laughs> so he he's about to slam there. He's like, oh wait, I'll open the door. You come out and chase it out. I'm like, I ain't chasing it out. He's like, so he's he's got the door open and it's he's like, you see it? I'm like, well yeah, it's flying up and down the stairs. And um, oh my gosh. So then finally it lands on the ceiling in the hallway where between the sanctuary and the offices mm-hmm. where the court rack is. I'm like, okay, Trev, it landed. So he's like, okay, I, I got an idea. So all of a sudden, I just hear him yelling, just yelling. He comes in the entryway, he starts yelling, remind r- remind you, I have my AirPods in. I'm like, Trev, what are you doing? He's like, did it move? I'm like, no, it didn't move. So then he starts stomping his feet. I'm like, what are you trying to do? I'm like, okay, get my chocolate and get out of there. Mm-hmm. So he gets the chocolate, he puts in the truck. I'm like, ah, wait, I've got milk. And he's like, where's it at? I'm like, in the freezer. Because I'd gotten it before sunshine closed because it's like 1130 at night. And I, did, I wanted it to be cold when I got home from my Oreos to have cold smart, milk. Smart, But now we got to get it. Yep. So I'm like, Trev, just go get the milk and then go out the back door. Well, he goes and gets the milk, comes back out the front door. He's like, what do you got in your pickup that we could get it with? I'm like, well, there's a shovel in the back end. So all of a sudden, and this is, I mean, the most I had laughed in a long time. I'm looking through the window down the stairs and I see Trevor coming up with a big grain shovel, a green <laughs> felt bag. And his black sunglasses on for safety. <laughs> and he's just sneaking up the street. It took him five minutes to get up the stairs. Five minutes. He's just holding this green bag and a shovel. And he's got his... They make him look like Stevie Wonder. Have you ever seen Stevie Wonder? <laughs> yeah. He's just, it's 11.30 at night. It's pitch black. And he's sneaking up the stairs. with. I'm like, Trev, I can see the bat. Just get to the office. So finally he gets to the office. I'm like, what is the bag for? He's like, you can throw the bag at it. I'm like, you give- Trev, this is a felt bag. And it had a single bag of goldfish in it. Wow. I'm like, Trev, this couldn't hurt a fly. You could survive off that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, so I put my computer charger in the bag. And our plan is I'm going to step out, pitch this bag with the computer charger at the bat. And he's going to come and hit it with the, the shovel. Wow. And uh, I made a perfect pitch. But I think it pushed the bat instead of like hitting it to fall down. It pushed mm-hmm. it into the sanctuary. So I threw it, and I didn't see it, so I ran back in and slammed the door. He's like, what happened? I'm like, 
I don't know, but we got to get out of here. He's like, okay, let's, so we just ran, shut off the lights, ran out, and um, that was it. Credit, that's crazy, dude. But it was unreal. Wow. It, I laughed so hard with Trevor coming up them stairs. I bet. You should have. Oh, it was so funny. I have a picture. a picture. I do have a picture. Oh. Yeah. Do you want to see it? I do. Okay. Maybe. What can you talk about while I'm finding uh, it? Nothing. Nothing. That's okay because it won't take me very long. I'm just waiting for the pontifications. I know. I know. I only have one more um, story, I think. And then let's see where. Oh, some school stories. Ooh. Oh. Yep. Yep. Here it is. Wow, that is Stevie Wonder. Right? I'll have uh, Bailey show this song now. <laughs> There's the green bag with the goldfish. Oh, man. So funny. So, oh, boy. But it was a good sermon. I really enjoyed it. Oh, that's good. So, um, okay, last thing I've got before we get to our pontifications. Some school stories here. Okay, and some of them. So if you don't know, I'm now currently teaching fifth grade social studies and science. Wow. Um, it's good. I've definitely <laughs> seen the total depravity of man yeah. on numerous occasions. Of course. Children can be evil. Um, but yeah. there's some good ones, too. And I had to laugh. So our family went to the Jeremy Camp concert at the Washington Pavilion a couple weeks ago. And it was really good. It was awesome. And um, just by, it was one of those, I texted you even a couple of times throughout, because they said the word pontification in there. And then Jeremy mm-hmm. Camp shared Galatians 2.20. Yeah. And stuff. And there was a few things I texted Jimmy and Casey about because it was like um, verses that they liked or different things. And um, so it was kind of a night of, you know, quote unquote coincidences. Yeah. I saw a guy, a friend of ours that used to go to our church I hadn't seen in like four or five years. Wow. When we were being led into where our seats were, but they were actually nowhere near where our seats were. The person just led us wrong. Wow. And um, so at the intermission, I just kind of typically, I don't know if you do this, but I look around like to see if there's people I know. Mm-hmm. And I just happened to look behind me, and I saw a mom and a couple of girls leaving out the exit or whatever. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure one of those is my students. So, like the creepy person that I apparently am, yep. I decided to go. I'm like, I'm, you know, Google say hi to him or whatever. But mm-hmm. then I realized they were, you know, everybody was going to use the restroom. So I'm like, well, this is awkward. Yeah. So I just kind of waited around That's until good. they came back. Mm-hmm. Did I you wait hi. right outside? No, I didn't. You should. That would have been weird. <laughs> so anyway, the point of this is, so I saw one of my students at the concert, which was really cool. And um, so then that Monday <laughs> at school, we were, it was at snack time, and she had volunteered to pass out snack uh-huh. to the class. <laughs> and so they all have to have their planner signed before they can have snack. Wow. So I started, but as she's coming up, I'm reading her shirt because she has one of the shirts from the Jeremy Camp concert. Mm-hmm. There's also a gal there, Katie Nicole, I think is her name. So she had one of her shirts. Wow. And the shirt says, in Jesus' name, something or another. One of her songs is that. <laughs> and so as this girl will say, her name is D. As D is coming up, I was going to say D is going to pass out snacks to you all. If you're, if you're planning to assign D is going to, that's what in my brain I was saying, but in my mouth came out as I was reading the shirt. Mm-hmm. If your planners are signed, Jesus is going to pass out snacks to Ooh, you. That's grounds to be fired. I know, and I just laughed. I stopped and I laughed so hard. Oh, man. I was only wishing that she had been passing out like vanilla wafers. Sure. And like grape juice or something. That would have been great. Like, <laughs> it would have been grape. That would have been great. But, oh, it was, I just laughed. It was Your funny. job would have been on the line. But it right? Been funny. I know it. I know it. And um, so I think we've covered almost all of the uh, guests, well, all of the guests that we've had, um, except for one person who is having to suffer through my fifth grade classes. Lila is in mm. my fifth grade classes now. And... Uh-huh. Um, at first, I was like, I don't know how, you know, and even, there's a ton of West Center kids 
in uh, fifth grade, quite a few. Wow. And I'm like, you know, I don't know how this is going to be because they all know me as Noah, not Mr. Solomon and, you know, like stuff like that. And, um, and then Lila in particular is, as you've noticed, is kind of shy and quiet or whatever. Yeah. Well, I knew that that broke when I was in the middle of social studies class and she's literally sitting there making faces at me the entire time I'm trying to teach. And, um, I'm like, yep, it's gone. It's probably be hard to keep it together. It was hard. It was really hard. Yeah. And, uh, so, you know, a lot of, a lot of West Center kids in there. It's great to see. Yeah. And, It'd um, be a shame if you ever have to give them detention. Yeah. Yeah. That would be. You should crack down harder. I, sh- I kind of do <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> uh, but uh, so yeah, it's been good. Teaching has been, you know, mostly, mostly great. Good. I'm glad that that's so, been your experience yeah, so, so far. And all of our guests from season one are doing doing well. Yep. And uh, we're looking forward to season two. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird because this is going to come out before our first two episodes, even though we recorded them before this one. Yeah. But uh, I'm excited to see them. So anyway. Yeah. Quick pontification. Quick ponce and then we can... Apologize? Apo- yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> okay. almost forgot about that. Mine is going to be quick because I've talked a lot. Mine's also going to be quick. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so Philippians, we're both in Philippians. Well, you have a lot of color here. This is awesome. Don't don't let that make you think anything highly of me. I just always lose my pens and have to use different ones. <laughs> <laughs> so mine is from Philippians 1, because Philippians 1 is my favorite chapter. In the whole Bible. In the whole Bible. Sheesh. Yeah. Wow. And it's my favorite because, so this summer was, uh, and like leading up to school has been very busy. That was a bummer. Here, have mine, pal. And so this summer has been very busy leading up to school and in school and such and hard days and and less hard days and such and um so but one thing throughout this summer and through this school year so far has been encouraging just to get to see a lot of our kids from our church and those relationships that I got to build over the summer even more so and Mm. hang out with kids and such and um so Philippians 1 3 through 11 is my favorite passage because I typically use it as a prayer and as like Mm -hmm. scripture and birthday cards that I give to kids uh, because Paul does a really good job of praying for the Philippians in this way. Yeah. And he says in verse 3 through 11, I thank my God in all my remembrance of you, always making my prayer with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. And then verse 6 is really good. Um, I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion on the day of Christ Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, which is really encouraging because I feel like, um, and you've probably felt this too, like a sense of, are even in the church, like it feels like people are just generally kind of weary and worn down and, mm-hmm. and tired yeah. physically and spiritually. Yeah. And um, I think we just need to be encouraged and reminded that Christ has began this good work in us and he doesn't fail. Like we talked about earlier on season one with um, from Isaiah, where his word doesn't come back void. Mm-hmm. Like he's not going to fail in his completing us. Um, so I think that's really encouraging to think about. And then he talks about it's right for me to feel this way about you all. For I hold you in my heart, for your partakers with me of grace, both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. For God is my witness, how I yearn, which I love that word because it's like just a very affectionate term. I yearn for you with the affection of Christ Jesus, which is, I mean, thinking about, you know, some of the students I've gotten to, and even just friends, um, but some of the kiddos that I've gotten to hang out with and get to know, like, 
thinking about how great Christ's love is for us. Like neither of us have kids of our own. You have a little bit more because you have a wife. So mm-hmm. you have like a... I'm closer. I'm closer to <laughs> yeah. the Well, I was just saying like you have a, a very great picture of like deep love. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. And um, affection. And like for me, the closest is, I mean, family. And then like some of these kiddos that I've gotten to get close to and yeah. see grow up and stuff. Like thinking about what I would do for them or how much I love and care for them. Like thinking how much greater Christ's love is for us. Mm-hmm. I think is, is really cool. So I like to encourage them that um, I care for them and with the affection of Christ Jesus. And then my prayer is that their love may abound more and more with knowledge and discernment so that they may approve what is excellent and be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Yeah. So I just really love that passage. Mm-hmm. And it was just my theme this summer was, uh, it was, it was busy, but it was like, sometimes I feel my, life with things that are busy just to keep me busy because otherwise I'm just going to sleep mm-hmm. or whatever or I just want to be busy but I felt like as busy as I was it was really good and I felt like a peace over it and I felt uh, encouraged and an opportunity to grow with um, other people and, and teach and such and mm-hmm. even as the school year started and things are hard or whatever just coming back to Christ and those people around me that love me different cards of encouragement at, mm-hmm. at the right time have been really helpful and getting to hang out with different people and, and kiddos yet to sometimes relief, even though I have like 90 kids for seven hours a day. Yeah. Sometimes getting to hang out with uh, some of the kids from our church, just kind of have fun is really, really encouraging. So um, I just want to encourage our viewers just to, even though you may be weary or, or things may be hard, like um, Christ is going to finish and complete that work that he started mm-hmm. in you. And uh, I think that's, Helps us finish that race, run that race well. Yeah. So, and that goes right into uh, yours in Philippians 2, I hear. Yep. Philippians 2. Yeah. Uh, So I'm just going to read the passage. It's Philippians 2, 1 through 11. So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So I read that passage, and I chose that passage because uh, it's... A passage that I've kind of been trying to kind of mull over mm. in recent months, I would say since like the summer, in the middle of the summer. Um, and that's because I've just uh, felt like a weight, uh, like a burden of how selfish I really am. And that selfishness has expressed itself. I can see it in my relationship with my wife, Anna. Um, decisions that I make that are made out of selfish desires um, in my relationship with my friends 
my relationship with my work that I do um, Monday through Friday, a lot of things have stemmed from a self-centered kind of ideology and it's just been very weighty on me and I by no means overcome that at all and I'd still consider myself to be in the thick of it. Um, and this passage, uh, verse 3, I mean this verse kind of smacks me in the face a little bit, it says do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. And that's kind of the goal I've been striving towards. Hmm. Um, and of course I continually fail. And now that I'm kind of more focused on this, I almost see my failures more than I did previously. Um, but as you keep reading, you see Christ hmm. as this great example of humility. And I'm so thankful that Christ came and he lived and he died to kind of show us what humility truly is like so we can walk in that foot in his footsteps. Like he, came and he came not to be served but to serve even though he's literally god um he came and he didn't even count equality with god something to even be grasped he just wasn't really like oh yeah i'm god by the way mm. um and not only that but he counted others higher than himself to the point where he died on the cross for those um, that in all reality were actually not more valuable than him and so it's the ultimate example of humility. Um, thankfully, Christ is more than just an example, but he's actually kind of the the, the tunnel that gets us there. Yeah. Um, as it says here, um, as it's talking about, like, do nothing from selfish ambition. Let each of you look not only to his own interests. It then follows, have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. And then it goes through and talks about how Christ was humble. Um, and so Christ is the way to not be as selfish or as I like to say it, like looking in, like my eyes are kind of turned away from God and they're looking more at myself and I've kind of put myself in God's position. Um, and I'm thankful that you did Philippians one to kind of already read that. Mm -hmm. But another verse that I like from Philippians to kind of help me remember that this is all Christ is of course, Philippians one, six, where he says, I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work and you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. And so there's that assurance that I'm going to struggle, but at the end of the day, when Christ returns or I die, it's going to be made complete, not because I had anything I did. It's because mm. Christ is the author and perfecter of our faith. And then uh, this last little bit of the prayer when he said, it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment so that you may approve what is excellent. And so be pure and, pure and blameless for the day of Christ. And it says, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. And so this fruit of selflessness and humility ultimately is obtained through Christ. And what does it mean through Christ? It means by placing your faith in Christ and allowing the spirit to do that work in your life uh, through faith and trusting that obviously this is the better way. This is the better way to live. And so I'm going to trust Christ and I'm going to follow his example through the help of the spirit. And so I would just like to encourage you that if you're struggling with selfishness mm -hmm. and or, you anything. or anything and you see that, and I just want you to know that you're not alone. I'm right yes. there with you. And it, it, there are some days where it literally I weep because mm -hmm. I just see how selfish I am. Mm. And I just want you to know that 
it's going to be a hard fight, but Jesus Christ is the answer. And sometimes, though, like the fact that you're weeping over your sinner, that it bugs you so much, is a fruit and a proof mm-hmm. that Christ is working. Yeah. Because if Christ wasn't in your life, those, like, you can still be affected by sin and, and be sad over your sin and stuff. But there's a verse in Mark, I believe it is, that uh, talks about there's a uh, godly sorrow that leads to repentance mm-hmm. and life. And there's a um, like a worldly sorrow that leads to death. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see that played out with Peter and Judas. Mm-hmm. They could have both easily come to Christ. Judas could have been forgiven. Like Christ wasn't going to say, no, I'm not going to forgive you because you betrayed me. But in his heart, the only way he saw out was to take his own life. Mm-hmm. Whereas Peter, denying Jesus, saying, I don't know him, kind of along the same lines. I mean, being a traitor in a sense, mm-hmm. he, he wept and came back to Christ and, um, yeah. and Christ redeemed him back. Yeah. But so one thing I was going to end with before we get to our last verse, because I thought it fit well, um, a very good friend of mine shared this song with me this summer called Eternal Weight of Glory. And it's by a man named Wendell Kimbrough. Wow. Never heard of him. Good name. But it's a fantastic song. And I don't know if I've shared it with you, but you should go and listen to it mm-hmm. sometime. But I would encourage you guys all to listen to it. But some of the lyrics in it, I think it just fits well with this kind of theme of being wearied by our sin or by the world or things. In the in the song, some of the lyrics are, The days and hours and moments of our suffering seem so long, The toilsome wait and wondering threaten silence to our song. Now our pain is real and pressing, where our faith is thin and weak, But our hope is set on Jesus, we cling to him our strength. Mm-hmm. Um, he talks about, O eternal weight of glory, inheritance divine, We will see our Lord redeeming every past and future time. All our pains will be transfigured like the scars of Christ our Lord. And our broken years will be restored. And um, and then the one verse that, a uh, couple of the verses here that really encourage me, one is, we will see our wounded Savior, we'll behold him face to face, and we'll hear our anguished stories sung as victory songs of grace. Mm. So thinking about every hard thing we go through now, or every time we mess up, is just giving greater power and glory and majesty to Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think it's just, and, and the song just really hits it like, your pain is real. It's important. In the last verse, he says, Every year we thought was wasted. Every night we cried, how long? All will be a passing moment in our Savior's victory song. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's so cool. Um, just thinking about this eternal weight of glory that every every moment of every day is leading up to eternity and every decision we make is um, getting us closer to Christ in that way. And yeah. So hopefully this season two encourages our viewers all 10 of them. Yep. Um, and, you know, I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. We did a couple episodes, like I said, this summer. And uh, I'm excited to hear those because I honestly don't remember them at yeah, all. Yeah, me neither. But I'm excited to hear the stories. Yeah. And I know you guys will love episode 11 in a couple weeks and episode 12. But, so we're excited. Make sure if you want stickers, let us know. If yeah. you want to be on the pod, yeah. please sign up. Chase has that great website. Yeah. I think it's still up and running. It will be. It will be. Yep. Yep. And um, so I think we have one thing to say before we get to our uh, our, our closing remarks. Our closing remarks. Uh, uh, no sotros. No, 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 no sotros. No sotros. Los sentimos. As in, we're sorry. Yeah, it was all in good fun. But this guy said no sotros. Sorry, no sotros. No sotros. <laughs> los enteros. Sentimos. That's what I meant to say. All right. Uh, Should we close it off? Yeah, pal? quick, quick, quick. So season two, we're excited. To get back to it, we hope you are too. Let us know. Only if you're Let excited. Let us know. 
Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Mm -hmm. In a couple months from now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Galatians 2.20, where it all yeah. began. Are you ready, Pat? Yeah. I, I have, have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And in the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. We are filled with Christ's love. <laughs> I yeah. was going to say something about we are like on it, but I felt like that felt very We are selfish filled ambition. with Christ's love. <laughs> well, <laughs> and look You're at this. Wrong. Our best friend just asked, how was the podcast? Well, Jimmy, it was great. Yeah. What do you think? Yes. <laughs> there was a bit of hesitation in your voice. It scared me. <laughs> uh, I think I forgot. Jimmy's doing well, too. I forgot him as a guest. Jimmy and Casey. They're doing all right. Doing well. Pray for Haiti and their kiddos. Yep. Hope that they can come home soon. Mm -hmm. uh, so, at the end of this podcast, that's our challenge for the week. Yeah. Pray for the Matarisi kiddos that they will be home soon. So, with that, that is it for today. Join us next time on the Pontification Pals podcast. And remember, love, love Christ, Christ, love others, laugh lots. So I'm going to start this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're good whenever. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to the Pontification Pals podcast. I'm Chase. And I'm Noah. And we're the pun. <laughs> I didn't look I down fast. I literally said, enough. are you good? I didn't look down. Okay. Start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. Are we restarting? Yeah, yeah, we are. Okay. Do you want me to restart the video or not? It doesn't matter. No, 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 no. no. Okay. We'll keep Bailey can worry about that. Sorry, Bailey. Yeah. It's his fault. Okay. Quit okay. eating stuff. <laughs> Okay, are we ready? Yes, okay. are you ready? Yeah, I am. Okay. Good. Oh, my butt was so numb. My butt's been wet. Yeah, literally, it actually is wet.